0: The scripture for this morning comes to us from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them! and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, the Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble, and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. The disciples went And did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them. And others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of God for us this morning. Thanks be to God. It seems surreal that here we are on Palm Sunday at the beginning of Holy Week, in the middle of this crisis. You see, this Lent is like no other Lent we've ever experienced before. And I think it's like no Lent we will ever have. Normally at Lent, we try to give something up. We pick something that we like or enjoy doing, and we give it up for 40 days so that we can walk with Jesus on his way to Jerusalem and remember his sacrifice for us. It is a time in which we're invited to contemplate our mortality and to realize that our life is really found in Jesus Christ, that He gave His life for us while we were yet sinners. Whether you gave something up for Lent or not, this situation has forced us all to give many things up, things that we would normally take for granted, like the opportunity to gather together for worship, or go out to a restaurant, or embrace each other in Christian love. Simple things like just being able to hug or kiss other people at church, or being able to visit our neighbors, have been taken away. If nothing else, we have learned to appreciate our religious freedoms. We have been able to really contemplate our mortality during this time at home. And we have been able to realize that we need God all the time, that we need to rely on Him in every situation. In our scripture today, we find the disciples traveling with Jesus. He has just told them some really difficult things. He's informed them that He is going to Jerusalem, where He will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes that they will mistreat him, that they will flog him and mock him, that they will eventually crucify him, and that on the third day, he will rise again. Jesus was basically telling his disciples, guys, things are about to get worse before they get better. They're about to get much worse. Doesn't that sound like what we keep hearing about this situation? We keep hearing that things are about to get worse. And at the same time, we hear the news that this will one day pass. You see, Jesus was trying to prepare His disciples for His death. He was trying to get them ready for all that they would face in Jerusalem. But He was also trying to bring them hope in the middle of the situation by telling them that he would rise again on the third day. But well, we have a hard time focusing on good news when bad news comes first. And so in a way, I think this scripture really applies to our situation today because we keep hearing that things are going to get worse before they get better. But it is good to know that with Jesus, there's always hope and there's always life. The scripture tells us that they had reached Bethphage, near the Mount of Olives. And Jesus picked two of his disciples, and he sent them ahead into the village ahead of them, and he gave them very specific instructions. He said to them, Go into the village, and immediately when you go in, you will find a donkey and a colt tied up. Grab them and bring them to me. And if anybody stops you, let them know that the Lord needs them and he will send them back immediately. Jesus wanted his disciples to say these words because he wanted people to know he wasn't stealing these animals. He was borrowing them so that he could fulfill the scriptures. Scriptures that said that he would enter the city on these animals. How many times have you left the house? Well, not recently, and you had somebody hand you an umbrella or tell you to take your coat or your rain gear, and you looked outside and the day was clear, the sun was shining, and you thought to yourself, why would I need this? But you took it anyway. And then in the middle of the day, it began to rain or got colder, and you were so thankful that you had what you needed at that moment you put on your coat, you opened up your umbrella, and you were just grateful that somebody knew your needs before you had them. In a way, I think that this is part of the good news that comes to us from this scripture. You see, Jesus knows our needs before we know we have them. Before we knew that we needed him, the scripture says that he was sent to us to bring us God's love, grace, and mercy. We are reminded by this scripture that God knows what we need before we need it. He doesn't always provide what we want, but he always provides what we need to make it through difficult times. Well, the story goes that the two disciples went into the village ahead of them, and they found things exactly as Jesus had told them they would be. They found the animals tied, they untied them, were interviewed, and they were able to share that the Lord needed these animals and that he would return them. You see, the disciples had learned that Jesus knew what he was talking about when he said things would happen a certain way. They had seen him do miracles, do things that were impossible. And so when he said to them, go do this, they trusted that he knew exactly what was going to happen. They obeyed him and got these animals and brought him back.